God, the priests of the Israelites. Okay. Greetings, humanoids. This is Smite Me. Take two. Um, okay. <laughs> You're wow. allowed to do it as Very many convincing. times as you want. Oh, okay. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no greetings, humanoids yeah, this time? Yeah. No. Um, what's up? Welcome to Smite Me. It's the Torah podcast, and we're reading the Torah again. No more Norman Finkelstein for now. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Josh Marcus. Hello, hello. And Ayane Hayashi. Hi, hi. And our guest today is comedian Ian Levy. What's up? Hello there. Um, that was Ian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in case you all didn't realize the format of what was happening. Um, yeah. Ian, um, is a very funny comedian in the Bay area and he is technically Jewish. Um, yeah. 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 That's all. That's kind of all there is to it though, right? There's no. Pretty much. I mean, I, so I am half Jewish on my dad's side. So it, you know, how, however you count it. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, no. Nah, yeah. It's gotta I, be the my parents, even though my mom's not Jewish, my parents met on a kibbutz in Israel. So I don't oh. know if that ups my Jewish. What was your mom Definitely doing does. on a kibbutz? You know. As, she, is your mom a shiksa goddess? Uh, <laughs> no offense. <yeah. laughs> yeah. uh, you know, no, she's just uh, some lady who uh, mm. somehow ended up. Mm-hmm. On a Wait, she's like a huge hippie, right? I feel like if you're not Jewish and you wind up on a kibbutz, you're like, either like a hippie or at least <laughs> very least like kind of like left leaning. Yeah, yeah I mean, like definitely a, a collective farm. She, she's, yeah, she's left leaning. Okay, would say. I mean, she's yeah, yeah. yeah. she's leaning. Yeah, that yeah. Way. But she just she her and her uh, her college roommate somehow ended up on a kibbutz, and either of them are Jewish. Hmm. People love. You'd be surprised how many. Like people who aren't Jewish, I've met who are like, I love Israel. Like, yeah, like not not even like in a political way, but them just telling me like that they've spent time there, and I'm always just surprised because I'm like, all right, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, you know what? You see a lot. You see a lot of like, I know a lot of Japanese people who have gone to like Israel, and they just are just like, look at how old everything is. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't I mean, there's plenty of old stuff in Japan. Yeah, but that's our like. old stuff. Uh huh. True. We see yeah. It Somebody else's. Yeah. 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 I feel like I wonder if. I would love for someone to describe this article to me. I don't want to read it, but about how that movie Don't Mess with the Zohan with Adam Sandler. I wonder if that encouraged anyone to go visit Israel. I have to I have to I have people to people who wanted to mess with the Zohan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm going to fucking mess with him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of the movie takes place in America. It also just... takes place in New York. If, yeah. if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. But he does like he uses like hummus as toothpaste. So yeah. I mean, Gross. is that weird Israeli propaganda on accident? That's I feel what like I'm wondering. Wondering. Like, did it work? It is. I mean, I, like, what was he? What was he getting at with that movie? What was he getting at with his I whole think, fucking career? I think career? we could maybe do a rewatch. I I want you to take that back because <laughs> I will always I'm defend not the Sandman. Ill of the Sandman. <laughs> I will always yeah. defend the Sandman. But what was going on with Don't Mess with the Zohan? It was like vaguely like he was like a cool IDF guy who could do karate, and like the bad guys were like scary arab dudes that wanted to destroy israel yeah right? sounds like oh. we played by rob schneider so <laughs> of course dude. oh my god he's like i feel like in those kinds of movies he's like the like racial utility player in the sense that he is they just kind of throw him in yeah wherever they need him to be um wow that's yeah let's do an episode oh, yeah. on that no but uh we could do rob an episode schneider on is 
I've heard that he like because he's he's Filipino, and I've heard that he, he was like, in the second Intifada. <laughs> no, that would rule. That would oh, Just that would kidding. rip, dude. Um, oh, I need a Rob Schneider Intifada movie yesterday. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say that he's like um, Filipino, and that he won't. He'll like if a club like books a Filipino headliner to open for him, he'll be like, yeah, let's get someone else. That's what I've heard. What? That's oh, wild. interest. Like, because he's just like, doesn't want people stepping on his material. His extremely mm. hacky, like shitty <laughs> jokes. I don't know. That's, well, there that's was a, there was a time kind of in like the late or the early aughts that was just kind of like, what if this comedian was of this ethnicity and just told jokes about it? Mm-hmm. That was like a, a thing that went on for a while. Well, I think that was all of comedy until about two years ago. So yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Russell Peters has built an empire yeah. off of that. That's true. Doing his accents and whatever. Well, anyways, all of that's fun. So did you grow up going to like synagogue at all? Or is it was just uh, like a- No, not really. I mean, honestly, the extent of my... So my dad grew up... Uh, he, he's actually from Scotland. So he's one of the rare... A Scottish Jew. Oh, okay. um, mm. And But I think he was pretty... He yes, was kinda, he's got to be like the only Jew in Scotland, right? Um, you know, you know, there's there's a small community. It's funny. There's like I used to when I used to go to visit. There's like one Jewish deli, and uh-huh. like everyone knows each other. So it's, I want to yeah. go there. That yeah. I do awesome. too, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. like hear what the regulars are talking about, and ha- like to hear Jewish complaining in a Scottish accent would really be <laughs> yeah. special. Yeah, yeah. To me. You want to? Uh, <laughs> it would probably sound a little bit like this. <laughs> and I pointed to Josh. <laughs> No, you don't have to. You, you don't have meet to meet their daughter. She's a. I can't even know. Can't even do it. I was trying to do the like. Oh, you know, meet this person. They're you know, they're my nephew's a dentist. Very nice young man in a Scottish accent, but it, it's like melting my brain. I can't even think the about Scottish that. Scottish accent is hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, is so when I went to Scotland, I had haggis. Would haggis be kosher? Because lamb is kosher. I, th- I think it would be, as far as I... As long as there's no blood mm-hmm. in it, right? Yeah. Oh, I think as... it does have blood in it. Well, isn't it very, like, organ, stomach, awful kind of? I mean... O-F-F-A-O, I'm a, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm a vegetarian, and I've also, I've only ever had vegetarian haggis, and oh. I'm pretty sure there's no blood in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be so, okay. <laughs> fucked up if there was. Damn, yeah. Um, so I don't know the exact exactly what goes into haggis. Mm-hmm. I know it's... it's I think it's like sheep's intestines. I believe. There's Wait, a lot. So it's, what is vegetarian haggis? Oh, it's just. I mean, it's the same as a Beyond Burger. It's just made up nonsense. Mm. It's, it's, it's just, just mm-hmm. bread pro or some kind of table. protein strand. Yeah, mixed I mean, with I, I, it wasn't particularly nice. I don't think I would have it again, honestly. Oh. So. I liked haggis though. It was. Uh, I don't know. I like rosemary. There's a lot of rose. It's just basically like if you soaked guts in wine and herbs. And yeah, put it I, on a sandwich. It was pretty good when I had it as well. Yeah, I love blood anyway <laughs> and just guts somehow every every quarter year or so it'll come up on this show that um that both of us eat that blood jo- and guts. you both love our vampires and love yeah. drinking <laughs> a big tall venti cups of blood <laughs> oh, i'd say it's scottish it's a bloody good time so right okay so okay last question just about like jewish you and jewish history i'm just curious about your dad did your dad grow up doing anything or was oh yeah no i mean he went to synagogue all the time and i think that's part of why so when he came to america he was pretty like he came out here to marry my mom and he when they start having kids i don't think he really wanted any part of it because he now he's kind of moved away and gotcha he identifies more as either agnostic or atheist gotcha Um, but it was more my mom honestly who's not jewish at all 
who was like, oh, I want my kids to have some connection to their heritage. Oh, and you know what? That kind of makes sense with the kibbutz thing, too, actually. Like, yeah, it, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It might not be related, but, like, I can kind of put together, yeah, like, Yeah, so story. we did uh, incredibly, like, watered-down versions of, like, Passover and Hanukkah and stuff, but it's not, like, it's the, the same extent that the average, like, Christmas is a Christian holiday, you know, mm-hmm. like. Ostensibly, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. it was a very, we, we, we would only do one present every year, and it was a Tintin book. So that was <laughs> every year exclusive. It was like a running joke in my family. That, that. Well, that's a good one too because there's a finite amount, but it's also well into your adulthood. Oh yeah, <laughs> there was that. I, we never got all of them, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it lasted. Nice. Nice. Are they not? Are they not cranking out new Tintins anymore? I don't think so. No, that guy has been dead for. All right, Tintin. Yeah, that, this one hurts. <laughs> Damn. There's, yeah, there's only one Tintin book that never was published in uh, english and it's because it was tintin uh i can't say the name on the podcast because oh. uh he goes let's just oh, yeah. say he goes to africa uh and the tintin books are notoriously racist and this one was so racist that in like the 60s or 70s they were like yeah we can't release this in america damn damn too racist so, for france yeah no racist enough for <laughs> yeah, yeah. France. Ra- racist enough for i is Tintin French? I don't know. Yeah, or is it, okay. I think okay. he's French. Yeah, yeah. He's Tonton. Is he like French tonton. or like <laughs> Dutch or something? Yeah, okay. Yeah. French, yeah. I think. Or maybe he's Belgium. Yeah, I, I want to say maybe He could that. be Flemish. I don't know. He's one of those. Yeah. Kind, you know, they're all kind of the same at the end of the day. Yeah, they are, and they're all kind of actively trying to pretend in that time period especially too that like empires, colonialism, these yeah. are all great. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's kind of a nightmare. But as a kid, they were fun wrong. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we really should probably get going, but I can't help but ask, what does Tintin do on a day-to-day basis? He's a journalist. Tintin's yeah. a journalist? Yeah, and he's like, he gets wrapped up in, you know, it's like these adventure plots. Uh, yeah. There's some evil conspiracy. He's what? kind of the James Bond version of, like, of journalism. Like, like, because James Bond's a spy, but really a spy should mostly just be like sitting in front of a computer and mm, or like watching people character from energy, the as they would call it. Yeah, yeah. and like Tintin and yeah, should be Tintin mostly just writing stuff. Tintin fan. But for whatever reason, he's always got guns. There's always drugs involved. Yeah, shot yeah. at or running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tintin's fun. Getting drunk. Yeah, there's a lot of drinking in that. Yeah, yeah. They made a TV show. They, they drink. I thought. I thought this stuff's for kids. It is. In France, but, the kids drink. But, it, and, <laughs> but they, so well, and they also they love stereotypes. And his his sidekick <laughs> is is a Scottish is the captain is Sco- a Scot Scottish guy oh, who's an alcoholic right. and like that's that's the joke of Tintin. It's like look at Damn. this alcoholic over here. What a loser. <laughs> Is that yeah, the thing with Europe, this, man. our Scots? I guess, yeah, Groundskeeper Willie or whatever, they drink. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Statistically, a lot of... they do drink the, those more are than the, almost anyone. Yeah, the, the stereotypes really? More than are... even, like, the Irish? I, I mean... I would say on, on par. I feel like we also get, because they conquered everything, we get, like, the British idea mm-hmm. of, like, what the stereotypes of, like, Europe are, too. That's true. And, like, I think overall the British Isles, they just drink a lot, but it's only cool when the English do it. And it's, right. like, oh, totally. morally reprehensible everyone when the Irish... Drink, like, and, yeah. Everyone fucking yeah, drinks drink, a lot. Yeah, fucking drink. Yeah. Have a drink. Yeah. Have All a right. drink. Um, well, I guess, unless anyone has any... Do we have any smiteable deeds or Jews in the news? You have to break the news. What Jews? It's news. Including Jews. Jews in the news. 
Yeah, I just this one is a pretty niche one, but I just feel like it bears mentioning. It's a pretty niche um, podcast. <laughs> I'm going to start off with a question. Do you guys know who Virgil Abloh is? Yes. I do, yeah. Okay. He passed away, right? Yes. yes. So he was a very influential fashion designer. He was like buddies with Kanye. Uh, he ran the men's half of Louis Vuitton. He's the first black man to do that. Big deal. He just died. He's like 41, sudden cancer. No one knew. So it was a pretty big thing. Um, and they had a fashion show, his final show, um, as it happens, in Miami. And I saw a photo of some of the attendees. And guess which former White House advisors were there? The Cushman? The Cushman and... And the Vonkster? Yeah. <laughs> they were both there, which I just like... On one hand, I feel like as a... You know, you're like you don't deserve to be at a cool fashion thing. Like that's art, and but of course, like, like that's of cool. course that's who's at cool fashion things, though. No, exactly right. Like where it's like on one hand, it's like you know, it's like skaters and taggers and fashion and just like this cool like black culture nexus that like Jared Kushner would probably actively try and squash if he ever encountered someone who produces that. But on the other hand, he's like some fancy man in Miami now, so he just is there. Also, there's this weird, uh, what's it called? There's this weird through line between like right wing fascist thought and like fashion as a whole, dude. That's like yes, sorry. Oh yeah, pretty. Uh, you want to talk about French guys being racist? Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or isn't there? I, I could be yeah, making fashion. this up. He could have just been German and I'm slandering a man. But wasn't there like a really famous kind of like possibly former Nazi? Uh, Oh, former Nazi Hugo, Hugo Boss made uniforms for the Nazis. Coco Chanel like was a Nazi. I know Coco Chanel was a Nazi. Um, yeah. yeah, there are a lot of them. The guy, there's this guy Jean Tuitu, um, who's a big, uh, big French fashion designer now. Who's like, I can say the N word because I'm friends with Kanye. That's one of his opinions that he has. Uh, that's fine. I mean, okay, to that's be fair, Kanye Nazi probably movie. gave that to him in writing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's one of those. It's like Kanye didn't have the right to give it. He didn't have the right to receive it. But you know what happened? Happened. I'll put that not under Nazi beliefs, but something a Nazi would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a very anti-Semitic um, designer who shares my birthday. He has a he has a whole section on his Wikipedia for Wait, what's his name? John Galliano. John Galliano was an oh he was an anti semite. He has there's a whole section on his Wikipedia for anti semitic outbursts. Ah. <laughs> outbursts outbursts. Well, I feel like ironically, so like John Galliano was like very hot in the eighties, and I feel like Wall Street guys maybe liked him if I'm remembering that right, and I feel like maybe they also hated the Jews. Who's to say? Yeah, if they weren't um, Jews themselves. Can I say something that I actually am going to need you to cut out, Ioni? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is that that I uh, like the roll the tape. I'll tell, you guys, cut it. I'll tell you guys more about this later, but. Well, yeah. Okay, let's. I know that's we. That's a discussion we can have later. But anyway, that's, um, um, yeah. I'll, 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 by the way, I'll keep most of that in. I'm just going to bleep out the whole thing, so everyone can just kind of <laughs> nice. wonder about exactly what you I, said. That's that's fun. You know, the the one thing I just wanted to add on the Jews and the news, I'm just. The reason that it appealed to me is I'm just trying to imagine what, like, the conversation in the closet between Jared and Ivanka sounds like when they know they're going to be at an event with, like, that rappers are going to. You know, like, what do they think? Oh, they probably just agree to not say words. (laughs) Yeah, no, just nod. Yeah, just nod and just be, like, right on. I mean, it's not like they've, like, have they ever been confronted at one of these things? Maybe. Some sort of. No, that would be so fucking gauche in the world of fucking upper crust, like. Right. Well, and, like, all the. Cool fashion people are also themselves super rich, so I feel like in a way they're all. I mean, they're all in the same tax bracket, so it's kind of yeah. It would be considered very rude if you like like aesthetic differences at that point, kind of. Well, also like what 
I mean, the minute if you go into that room and start pointing fingers, like if you're going to be honest about your beliefs, like mm-hmm. you'd better start holding trial for everyone in the room. Except True. maybe the servers that are probably yeah. innocent, mm-hmm. or maybe they're Nazis too. Who knows? Safe to say everyone there was a Nazi. I think we can just yeah yeah. There's a marketing niche for that. You yeah. Know? yeah, if you want ex- exclusively right wing, you know, people at your party. Just get a black, catering business. Black Rifle yeah, Coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Louis yeah. Vuitton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, how real that actually is. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Anyway, Jews in the news. Well, yeah. Rest in peace, Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gone way too soon. Way too soon. All right. Well, if that's all the things that we have, you want to you wanna launch into our little uh, ha- summary? Yeah. Um, of schlock. Schlock. Oh, so ooh, mine had a slightly different name. What was yours name? Mine says Sheila Leka. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Sheila that's just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sheila Leka. No, I that's Sheila fine. Leica. Sheila Leka. Oh, Sheila Leka. Sheila Leka. She's a Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leica. We found it. Great, great. Okay, so it starts out God tells Moses to tell the people he wants them to go like spy on the he's like I'm about to give you all this land so I need you to go spy on these people and tell us like is their land fertile are they is there a lot of them are they strong are they weak what's their deal um are they sexy are they tall <laughs> broad shoulders Libra, Aquarius <laughs> is he cute did he say anything about me uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um are you drunk right now yes and so they go and they go to Hebron. They um, cut down a branch They because one of their orders was they had to like get a some sort of fruit sample. So they cut down a giant – It's just like a grape, branch. A giant like a grape huge, vine. But yeah. a huge fucking vine. They talk about having to like hold yeah, like it on like a stretcher. Yeah, two different guys have yeah. to hold it. I don't want to Do interrupt think... with too much, but I did find out that there's just a whole like lineage of argument of like how big was it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, it's been your whole life. My question is, is are the grapes normal size or are they big too? That's a great question. It's <laughs> a great question. It's a grape question. <laughs> so you, can, you can keep going with the same yeah. if you want. Um, so yeah, they come back with the grapes. Um, they return. They report to Moses. Um, Caleb's Caleb. What are their names? Sorry, Caleb. There's and... twelve of them. Each one for each tribe. It's kind of like they do the thing. The Bible really always tries to woo you back in with like, what if a big list of names? What if that was one, what you wanted to hear? So the important one is Caleb because Caleb is Joshua's relative or nephew. It's or Caleb whatever. and Joshua, right? Yeah, yeah. Or what? He also makes a big show of changing Joshua's name from like Hoshua or whatever. But who cares? Um, but yeah, Josh, how does it feel that your namesake is CIA? <laughs> Maybe like Mossad. Yeah, no, yeah. your name takes Mossad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or just like the reason we remember him is because he was basically a good little boy. Yes. You know, which I, at the end of the day, I am a rule follower. So, uh, you know, I don't know if, if it feels good or bad to have that name, but it, it, it's a true one. And I have a friend named Caleb. Caleb, if Damn. you're listening, oh, yeah. he Caleb was on, on the, the show. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, former Smite Me guest. Hall of Famer. Well, he's allowed back. I'll say former. Former, former, recently excommunicated. Just kidding. Uh, please continue. So, yeah, they all – and please chime in if, I, if I'm missing things. But basically all of the people that were sent to spy 
come back and the only two – the only one to report to have like different stuff to say besides the rest of them is Caleb who's like there were giants there. There were Nephilim which are like the – Oh, I believe it's in reverse. So Caleb is the one who comes back and says that like, look, we could kind of take these people. The land is super fertile. Everyone else kind of comes back and is like, look, the land is super fertile, but there's giants. There's, there's angels. Extremely brolic. Yeah, there's this really, really big guy right at the front who kind of makes me uncomfortable, and I don't know if he, like, made eye contact, but now that I feel like we did, it's too weird and I can't go in. Yeah, it's like the YMCA sports where most of the boys are still prepubescent, and then one kid has, like, fully gone through it. And it's just, uh, <laughs> just annihilating at dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, just built, like, a brick shit yeah. house, just <laughs> destroying hair. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> so, God. yeah, it's like 11 it's like people guys. who are basically yeah. saying, like, look, maybe co- going in here is, like, not such a great idea. These people uh-huh. look like they live here and might not want to leave. Also, I mean, we can talk about this later, but the language of it is... It's very much just God being like, go see if you can conquer this people. I think at one point they talk about turning them into – one translation I read said pray. The other mm-hmm. said bread. Yeah. The one yeah, I like saw food. said bread. I saw yeah. bread also. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think bread is a little and more the, sinister uh, than the bread. Israelites do not take take this news very well. Yeah. They They're... kind of freak the fuck out. Joshua and Caleb tell the Israelites like don't freak out. Don't rebel against God and then – the community is like, we're going to stone you to death. We're going to throw stones at you until you are dead. Um, and then God's like, all right, like cracking his knuckles. Like, I got to get in here, I guess. Oh, and there's kind of like, well, what if we just – we should have just stayed in Egypt. That's like their classic. Their classic like, yeah. line. Yeah, They're yeah. like, we should – It's like the one – yeah, they know it's the one little thing that can like turn the screw on God. Be like, we should have just stayed. It's like the one time where I'm like, I also understand that like, look, maybe going back to Egypt's not an option. Like you're you're kind of far already. Like we yeah. can think of a new plan, but maybe we we can let the Egypt thing go. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't have to like <laughs> right. instantly go back into yeah. slavery. Like there's probably there's a middle ground you, you could do. No, but I mean, I think there's something like that's the last place where like food was regularly provided. I mean, I guess they have manna. They had great lives. You know, some of them even really got along. That's not what I'm with saying. Their... No. Yeah, I was, I'm quoting from you. <laughs> they were treated like family. They, I taught, they taught them you to like read to the Bible. Yeah. All right. You're getting up on, on me. Yeah, yeah just... totally. I mean... Sorry, finish the summary. No rebuttals. So this is a family atmosphere. <laughs> no rebuttals. <laughs> <laughs> um... So God shows up to Moses and he's like, how long are these fucking people going to keep spurning me? I'm sick of getting spurned. God is like, listen, I've made you this offer before, Moses. I'll make it again. What if I kill all these people and create for you a new nation and they'll be great and they won't be ungrateful little shitheads? And Moses is like – he's like, listen, God, I've said this to you before, but – if you kill everyone, then word is going to get around and everyone is going to think you're a giant fucking phony. So <laughs> instead, how about, you know, all that shit you say about how you're like a kind and forgiving God? How about you just do that for once and <laughs> um, forgive these people? I know. I fucking hate them too. They suck. They're so annoying. But could you just forgive them? And God is like, yeah, but – um. None of them are going to get it to go into the land of Israel except for. Mm -hmm. And like people like children, but anyone like all the complainy adults, they talk about them like dropping dead in the wilderness. I actually like turning into carcasses. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Like they turn into like roadkill in Egypt. 
I also just think I, I I don't know about you guys, but I was always taught in synagogue that like the Jews were wandering and like lost in the desert. I didn't realize that it was like punishment, where it's like you have to right. kind of be in the revolving door until the vast majority of you drop dead, and then mm-hmm. you're allowed into the airport. Yeah, they were too complainy to be let in. Yeah, which scans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, our own book. I don't want to make any generalizations, but in my experience, <laughs> yeah. I just. But they're complaining about stuff that's pretty valid. Yeah, reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? So then the next thing that happens, I believe, is that the Israelites, after God tells Moses and Moses tells them, like, you're not going to be able to go into the Promised Land, they're like, okay. What if we just go and like hop the fence or whatever? Well, I feel like they're kind or of afraid. The they're like, no, no, trick. no. We actually believe in this. Like, we're going to do it. And then Moses is like, no, it doesn't. You don't have the, like, you don't have the special handshake anymore. You're you going to die. Have the death ray. Yeah, yeah. And then they get their asses kicked. And then so, like, after all that chaos, then it just kind of goes into God being like, all right, what was I saying? Rules about. Sacrifice rules about yeah. bread. Like he's uh-huh. and then he's like, where to fill or uh, where it's eat seat. Yeah, I was kind of saying to Adi earlier, it has the same energy as when like 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 a fight breaks out in class or whatever, or like people are throwing shit, like a desk gets knocked over, and then finally it settles down, and the teacher is immediately like, "Where were we? Pythagorean theorem." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this is like the first. Uh, well, I don't want to move into analysis yet. Is there more to summarize? There's a little bit more. It's a tiny bit more. A little narrative to get through. There's so yeah, God's telling them the same shit we've heard about how you have to bring flour and mix it with oil and wine and odors put a pleasing on it. to God. I love the odors. Make yeah. it, give me the good smells. Um, he says, and then you're supposed to you know do some stuff with dough and he goats, um, and then he's like, oh, by the, and then also. Um, this guy sinned without knowing it. He was supposed to offer up a she-goat. This is like kind of just an anecdotal story. But some Israelite was supposed to offer up a she-goat. Um, but they fucked it up. And so everyone had to stone them to death. Oh, in my translation, it was just a guy. wasn't oh, yeah. even a, He was just gathering wood on Shabbat. That's the one I Oh, that's no, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's... That's, yeah, I yeah, that's like what gathering wood. Mm-hmm. So the, the, like, the bit you were talking about is they do a little bit of like law law stuff about what the punishment is when you sin on accident, mm-hmm. which is basically that you bring a he goat and you yeah. do he goat things with a he goat goat. Um, <laughs> and if and, you do it intentionally, the punishment. Yeah, worse. and then right after that, they're like, and also this guy collected wood on the Sabbath, and then they all killed him. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. And then that's just. It, so then there's the stoning, and then they're like, and also wear these little shawls to remind you of the commandments. The end. It's a very strange. It's a very strange little chapter, but it's. I, I don't know. I, I will say about seat seat, um, they kind of go. They kind of go hard. Yeah, for our uh, non people familiar with what that is, they're like little. They're like a fringed undershirt with, they claim, 613 little fringes on it. To represent all the commandments in the Torah, and observant Jews are supposed to wear them and like count them and just kind of think. And they about look the... good. And I this I, this is a theory I was Do saying. They? I think they look good, and I think the reason that the fashion world is so anti-Semitic is because they don't like that the Jewish world has its own drip. <laughs> they don't like that Jew that some not all of them, but like the fuzzy hats, like some Orthodox Jews. Especially in New York, you know, where there's, 
you know, there's fashion and there's Jews. They see the they see the guys in the fuzzy hat. They're like, oh, I wish I thought of that. I feel like you're just channeling Matisse Yahoo right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Jews are just too fashionable? Yeah, and okay. the fashion world hates us for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I applaud They hate us because they ain't us. That's so true. The ambition of that <laughs> argument, I don't know if I agree with it, but, you know. Uh, yeah, well. I guess so, or fly. Sure. I, I will say I spent a lot of time braiding the end of my tallis in temple. Definitely. Right, because you're bored. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking about the <laughs> commandments. I was just like... One strand over the other, I will. You know how I know that is because you're bored. It's because I do the exact same thing last time I was in the service. Yeah, it's just like universal. I have something to do with that's not as rude as just looking mm -hmm. at my phone. Yeah, if you see someone with a braided tallis, you know that they um, they're heathen and they uh, they strayed. And you can stone them, Um, right? And also, if you see someone like in services, like fucking around with their with the threads and you, you can't really say shit because it's like maybe they're just getting really into the thing and it's like they're like they're just kind of using it as like jewish rosary beads or whatever yeah. like they're just in the zone fidgeting is built into religion in a weird way where they're like look your hand's gonna need something to do you should probably <laughs> get, get something in there oh man i'm just thinking now about i've never i've never resist tried to not be asleep and only sometimes succeeded harder than during a service as a kid. You know that feeling where you're just like you're waking up because your head is hurtling through space because you're asleep? Yeah. I feel like I just felt that for like 10 years continuously at religious school and then haven't really felt it since. <laughs> anyway. Overarching yes. thoughts! Mm. Yeah, I guess themes? let's go back through um, themes. Yeah. yeah what, do you, what do you think? Don't fuck up. Or we'll kill you. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, I, you know, I I was a little surprised at how much uh, it was just like, hey, why don't you guys go just take this land, dude? Yes, and it's a little mm-hmm. like, that's not a. Ugh. Oh yeah, that's one of the, I would say the <laughs> yeah. defining themes. Unfortunately, it's like this is yours. The people who live there are non-existent, and yeah. fuck them. Yeah, because also there's a bit where I I think it's Caleb's like, oh, we we could take them. And it's, and then the other people, like the other group, when I was first reading, I was like, oh, they're going to explain to Caleb, like, oh, you can't just take stuff that doesn't belong to you. And then, <laughs> and then oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah, I know. and then they're all just like, oh, we're not strong enough. We would if we could. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this belongs me. to us because yeah. we want it. Yeah. yeah, if not for our lack of force. You yeah, know, like, right. So right. I was kind of like, oh, no. But then that's kind of where the conflict comes in with God, right? Where God mm-hmm. is offended that they don't think they can do it because he's like, but I'm God. You have me on your side. Yeah. Wait, I kind of still don't get when. Are there are there giants over there or not? Well, so are there big scary giants? Well, does it, I thought it said they're descendants of the giant. I mean, one that was the that they're at least seven feet. Then uh-huh. one but, but translation. Pe- oh, one oh. translation I read uh, described them as people of size, which was so <laughs> deliciously people of largeness. Experience. <laughs> yeah. good. I mean, everyone was a lot shorter back then, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Just, so yeah. were these people yeah. just like I think they're like five five. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they just ran into some hoopers. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, just, yeah. they're just my size. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just reading this with my modern eyes, I was like, oh, this is just like someone just kind of having like this kind of freak out because they're encountering like an other basically who looks a little different and they're like they're giants. This line is they're so trippy. Well, there's like this funny thing that happens too where it's like 
uh, a lot of the like early like uh, conquerors and colonizers when they first came to the Americas, like one of the things there was like there used to be this thing about like giants used to live. They would say that like giants live amongst the native population or whatever. And it's really because if you think about it, it's like these gross, disgusting, tiny white people who have like been adjusted to like <laughs> living on boats and they're traveling for eight months at a time to get to the new world who are just like coming across people who have learned to eat balanced diets. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to be like a head and a half taller than them. Yeah. Right. Because right. They ha- they're eating something that's not just like moldy bread. Yeah. Or like salty pork that's been yeah. in a barrel for like a year. <laughs> Yeah, just, like, ripped people who are just, like, living their life. Yeah, and, like, yeah. there's so there's probably a certain amount of, like, they've been eating nothing but, like, oily cakes and, like, occasionally, like, a cucumber here and there. Yeah, with no exercise. With no, yeah. Well, other than walking, so yeah, they're yeah. probably all gaunt and, like, hunched yeah. over. So, but, like, sunburnt, too. Yeah, so and then bad. they run into someone who's just been, like, you know, eating a couple fruits. He's got some mm-hmm. olives every now and then, just chilling out in the sun. And they're like, these people are magical. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. is this this book's way of saying, of having the characters be like, yeah, like we went out into like the land that we're about to conquer and we saw these like native savages and they were really fucking scary and yes. large yeah. and they yes. will eat us. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly what they're doing. They that's... said that we looked like grasshoppers. That's how we must have looked to them, which and is like they, we look so much like grasshoppers to them that we even look like grasshoppers to ourselves. Which that's pretty, it's pretty heavy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think if you wanted to look at, it, I mean, we all can kind of forget too because we're reading the whole thing. That like, especially if you're just jumping into it, it's not. Nobody really makes it clear, like in the culture, how like extremely manifest the like. Yeah. Imperialism of the Bible is. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, they lay it on thick. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely, they do all the, like, classic imperialism moves where it's, like, they're a different, like, phenotype. Their culture doesn't matter. Like, there are some passages earlier where it's just sort of like, yeah. Well, I mean, what's the whole monotheism thing where it's like, well, our God's the only one. So if you see anyone else's God, you got to destroy it. It's wrong. It's bad. It's corrupt. Like, see ya. So it's like once they're like not part of your race, once their culture doesn't matter, and then once you have essentially an unbreakable promise that what they have is yours, it's like yeah, they just like don't exist. Yeah, it's like war propaganda one on one. Yeah, no, totally. But it's yeah, there's it's like this really insidious thing where they're saying like at the same time they're like these people are subhuman, but they're also like more than human, and you're and we're the underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, that's it's, upsetting. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's quite the move. We're the yeah. underdogs, so it's okay if we murder all of them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were very afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. it's like the classic fucking, yeah, it's like self defense. Self defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally. They're wow. Bludgeoning that, them to death. That yeah. is. That's so grim, baby. I guess yeah, I that's just. Grim. What, what does it mean that some of them were saying that there were big giants over there and some of them were like, nah, it's fine? Maybe they were just like, I don't. Like, well, I've, I've been. Maybe they were really just at the level of, like, we've been wandering in the desert. We just escaped, like, slavery and whatever. I really didn't want to end this in a fucking war. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the end of it is you get to go through all this hardship and, like, oh, guess what, though? There's just fucking chaos and destruction at the end of it for you. I feel like God – this is a bit of a diversion, but the reason I'm thinking this – so, like, God, you know, creates the earth in this. God, uh, you know, makes – bread fall from the sky, plagues rain down, lots of magical powers, but then just like also leaves all these little obstacles in the way, such as giant people. And I feel like God is kind of like one of those like rich stepfather types who like really wants you to beg 
to ask for money even though they could just pay for everything it's like no i let's like i'd like you to you know hmm, like like you know tough love like i i didn't have anything so like i mean you gotta understand like where it's just sort of like if you have the power to move all the stuff out of the way but you, and then you get mad at people for seeming ingrateful to you we don't know yeah. that much about god's childhood yeah <laughs> his <laughs> yeah, origin story true. that's true i felt uh Throughout, throughout reading it, I I mean, I guess this is probably just par for the course of if you read the whole Bible, but uh, God's motivations or just the way God acted was pretty uh, erratic. And it was because uh, like, when the people kind of lose faith in God, then he goes, he just meets with like uh, Moses alone. And he's like, should I torture them? So they, <laughs> so they think I exist. And it's like, well, couldn't you just go talk to them? Like if you're talking to <laughs> Moses... I don't know. It just seemed it seemed like an inefficient way of. Oh no! There's a lot of like the the relationship dynamics between God and Moses and the people in the Israelites and how they all kind of all three interface through Moses is very funny because yeah yeah God hates the Israelites the Israelites hate God Moses hates the Israelites the Israelites hate Moses. It's they, not a loving they family. They all love each other. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah they all and, love each other. You yeah. know, they love killing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is what but, brings okay, that, them together. If you're, I guess Moses has some affinity for the Israelites, or else, like, because multiple he likes times when they now, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of, yes, true. But multiple times now, God has been like, "Hey, Moses, should I kill all these people? Should I fucking kill all them?" And Moses is like, "Hey, God, chill out. No, don't <laughs> well, kill all these." He's people. also like. 278 or some <laughs> yeah, bullshit. He's so old if everybody else dies, he's not making it out. Are they like <laughs> taking care of him? I assume so, yeah. He's the mm. fucking weird prophet who's just like, I gotta go talk to God, someone help me up the mountain, but he's uh, he's living on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I feel like he's also looking out for himself there just a little bit, right? Is that... Yeah, or just he doesn't want to see a massacre. I mean, you oh, don't need. He's you, fine with massacres. <laughs> One of them was his idea. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, yeah, I like the. Um, I feel like. One thing I've noticed reading across the chapters is I think some of God's best work comes out when he's angry from a craft perspective. Like the disses are better, the emotion is stronger. Like he talks about, he calls the Israelites that wicked community, and he keeps talking about their incessant muttering. And like he calls them carcasses, like he's just kind of on fire. For he's a doing. While. I thought it was funny because he kind of does like a Yosemite Sam bit, where like they don't want to like charge into the land of Israel and start like killing everyone. So he's just like fine then and like whips himself into a frenzy and is like shooting guns everywhere. And yeah. he's like, should I do this to you? Is that kind of going to be the thing that happens? <laughs> no, um, but yeah, it's sad because like you hate to see him like it, but like God does his best shit when he's off his meds. <laughs> 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 It's we want God fact. to get well, but yeah. at, the same, at the same time. I do also think it's funny that like right at the end after he's kind of been pacified after Moses is like, look, people are going to make fun of you if you just massacre all these people. He does go like, all right, because I'm a great and loving God and all this shit. And then at the very end is like, but also final warning. Like if this shit happens again, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna ask next time. It's all good, but I will seriously fuck you. But it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he just follows it up with like, also, by the way, uh, all of you people are gonna have to die in the desert. And instead of being like, so let's just take care of this and we can head on in, he's like, so we're gonna walk around until you all start to just drop dead yeah. in the desert. Yeah. I feel oh, like, like he won't let them just die. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a. 
I feel like the the resonance of the delivering the Jews from Egypt story gets diluted a little bit at this point. Like, you know, it's inspiring to think like, oh, you know, people were suffering great injustice, but then there was all this hope and then they were delivered. And this is more like, you know, you better not cross cross the boss in 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 any way or else you're gonna like we're gonna torture you to death well it even says that like you have to wander around for 40 years because the spies were in the land for 40 days and you were all just waiting around so Mm -hmm. it's not even just like this is an arbitrary punishment it's like well these are the rules like it's like arbitrary in a very specific way yeah yeah it's like a it's like a mandatory minimum minimum sentence yeah it's it's intense um also, also just, what is up with the fucking hard on for the number 40 i was yeah i, have to, I was gonna yeah it just keeps coming up i think it's because god is 40 god's 40 years old oh and all of this is just him coming to terms with his own age everywhere yeah <laughs> the alternate name for the torah was this is 40 your corpses shall fall in the desert, and your children shall bear your defection. I just thought that was mm. pretty nice, good classic mm. God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a bar. Yeah, unfortunately, you hate that's to... him in the that's him in the booth. He hasn't eaten in 36 hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's like heavy back into cough syrup after publicly claiming he never would. Aww. Yeah. Also, I have a question for you two, just because we've been reading it. I don't know if you guys remember, but a lot. So, just for context, for for everyone who's listening to, because it's been a while. In Leviticus, they were talking about, in the uh, the puss and blood chapter, the puss, blood, and cum chapter, they were talking about how, like, look, when you get to the land of Israel, you're going to uh, comp- you're gonna get hit by this plague, right? And then it teaches everyone about, like, quarantining and shit like that. And I'm wondering, is this the plague that he was talking about? Because he plagues a bunch... He plagues all the spies, basically. The spies all die of a plague mm-hmm. as why, punishment. Why? What is their punishment? I don't. I still don't get. Why are the spies being punished? Because they because they are saying that we, we can't go into the land of Israel. They're doubting Thomases. So yeah. <laughs> doubting yeah, Thomases. Yeah. Negative Nancys. Come on. So 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 <laughs> Thomases so, Nancys. According to the book, like the giants are real, the Nephilim are real, but the difference is that most of the spies are like scared, and Caleb and Joshua are like weak. Yeah. Okay. It's just the doubt. You're not allowed to. If you start, it's like yeah, you just can't have an opinion. You can't have a doubt about it. The, it's also like God. in th- like it's funny because like in theory, God the rule could be that like you can't even th- like have a doubt in your mind. Like God can read everybody's mind, but really the ru- the rule they're setting out is like just shut the fuck up about it. Don't <laughs> yeah. Say it to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to have second thoughts. You're just yeah. not allowed to act on them. Yeah. Or yeah, vocalize them. Well, yeah. Or I mean, like Moses gets to have second thoughts about God. But in the sense of, hey, God, just don't. Well, but Moses tell in a couple chapters is going to get banned from ever entering the Holy Land too. That's true. He Which also is... does a pretty crazy power play, where he, like, because God is like, all right, look, I've had it with these Israelite people. I'm going to throw them all in the blender and pour them out for the plants, whatever. And he kind of just like inserts pour them himself out for the plants. And it's just kind of like, hey, you know how you said that one time, literally only one time, that you were, like, just and merciful? What about that business? Where, like, that's kind of an intense, like, hey, you said in your own words that you had to do this. And the one thing that God we know loves is that, like, got to play by my own rules. 
in a weird Not. way. Kind of. Yeah. Also, well, that's what I was kind of getting at with the like plague. Is like, is all of this a setup? Because earlier in the story, he had said you're gonna run into a plague. So now it's like, okay, well, what we're gonna do now is that ten of these motherfuckers are gonna run in here, and then they're gonna be scared of the giants that I'll put there. And this is all basically so that I can teach people about proper hygiene. Is that is that like a reasonable way to look at this? I feel like it's more just like you can never just like don't question it. Probably. It's like, or it's yeah. like, it's like kind of like military chain of command where it's just like, if you get an order, you just do it. It's not, yeah. de- it's not designed for you to like express your opinion about it. I Which, also though love at the same time. So it's like that, like martial kind of law side. But then on the other hand, like what it, just think what everyone's going to say about you is persuasive enough to, again, the creator of the, of the universe being like, Hmm, I wouldn't want people to have a bad opinion of me. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this weird, like, why do you, why do you, like, if you can, if you can, like, wipe people off the face of the map and also are really excited to do that, why do you then also think, worry if people think you're cruel or, like, you know, hypocritical? What do you have to lose, I guess? Indeed. Yeah. 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 Or just, like, you just fucking threatened, or, like, you're, like, poisoning your own people and torturing them, but you're, like, I also don't want people to think I'm a harsh guy. Yeah. I think it's also just, like, it gets to, like, a fundamental problem with, like, the belief in, like, a super anthropomorphized god Mm -hmm. of any kind. Where it's just, like, as soon as you start dealing with, like, fake beings that also have human emotions, like, it can and can't exist, right? Because we can't separate ourselves from our own emotions and whatever. And I don't think that a being like that could have human emotions. So you kind of end up in this weird, like, uh, it's like like a, like the equation is is zero is something divided by zero where like Mm -hmm. it just can't happen right where you're like you're trying to trying to make sense out of a fake thing that if you were to apply the rules of reality to couldn't exist in in the way that it's being presented to us right totally and because it happens in like the greek myths and shit too where it's like if all these gods can just like snap their fingers and then the earth opens up like why do they care that they like jilted their lover or something (laughs) it flattens any yeah or it's like why would they who cares right right which yeah just kind of tips the tips the hand to the fact that it was just you know probably probably you know humans just writing all this because they just like couldn't fully erase the the humanness out of these non-human things that they are describing or just or i think more that just like they we like stories and then we're also trying there's people also trying to attach like some pretty mundane real world justifications for things that are either going to or have already happened. So, you know, we end up with fucking God going on a, going on a bender and <laughs> threatening genocide. But then also what about my rep? Yeah. yeah. Being a real jerk. Yeah. <laughs> just being a real you know knucklehead. Yeah. Being a real jerk. Yeah. A phony baloney. If you ask me. <laughs> yeah. And then they also just do that. God really likes reminding people, like, there's one set of rules. Stranger, Israelite, I don't care. You gotta kiss my ass, basically. <laughs> that is another little passage. I don't care if you're a stranger, an Israelite, or you if you could you're be purple. black, white, blue. They always go with purple. Yeah, right. Why? Yeah. yeah. And they always go with actually. They always go with purple. This it's is because God's sipping that lean. I, I've noticed <laughs> whenever someone's talking about like you can be black, white, acceptable within like 
public talk or whatever, some people will mess up and say yellow, and then they'll follow <laughs> with with purple. Uh huh. Because they're like, <laughs> we didn't mean yellow like Asian. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, you right. could be SpongeBob. <laughs> they'll say either yellow or red. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you could be black, white, blue, yellow. Uh oh. Yeah, I said blue first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, purple. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have purple people. That'd be weird. I'm I'm talking about all colors, baby. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. The census is still using colors, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're... True. I also kind of love how, like, in the in the Torah portion, like, when, when Caleb... Like, just imagining Caleb and Joshua giving them this, like, really inspiring, like, high school football coach speech of, like, listen, like, I know they're big and we're small, <laughs> but, like, we're the Israelites, we're powerful, we can take them, and then the people are like... Nah, we're gonna stone you to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you. So interesting points. Um, but what if we just killed you? Yeah. What if that was the option? Not only are we gonna disregard you, but you have to die now. We don't believe you so much that we'd rather be slaves than do what you say. Also, I gotta say, if you're gonna like not follow God or the chain of command or whatever, and you're gonna disobey orders or whatever, don't just immediately after they get mad do the order. <laughs> that's a little bit on them yeah, when they're just weak. like no we don't want to do war and then when god gets really mad they're like okay we'll do war we actually love war <laughs> yeah we're gonna do the war Wait, why do they march into war as soon as yeah, as soon yeah. As they, that's the that's the people trying to hop the fence oh was that was that god so maybe that's god doing reverse psychology and being like actually you're not even allowed in the land of israel so don't even try to go and then they're like actually we're gonna go do that i mean i don't know i think i i don't know what the like justification in the so the the few things that i was able to to like spend a little bit of time reading on like habad.org just didn't really deal with that aspect of stuff as often is how it works they usually tend to like eh. how big was the grape bush yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they spent a lot of time on like grapes how big are they what's the general like red green <laughs> But, I also read a few like rabbinic interpretations that were like, so do you think they were actually like, do you think they're actually going to go back to Egypt or were they just talking shit? <laughs> or is that just like literally the only location that they know that's not this unknown place that apparently they've arrived at? Like, what do you think the day was like in the morning when like Moses just comes out and is like, they've been wandering and looking at the desert and like probably partially habitable land for like weeks. And then one day he's just like, look, we're here. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. This What's is going cool. on? They're probably somewhere in like the Sinai Peninsula, mm-hmm. and just like, oh, okay, I guess we'll show up. God's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. God's a bitch, and then you die. Got him. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I mean, I can understand the Israelites' disappointment that they are like, all right, we're like one step away, and then it's like, oh, the place we were promised is just full of. You know, people who make us look like grasshoppers. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly feel like God's almost just, like, keeping it in for, like, narrative tension. Just, like, well, it'd be too boring if they just waltzed right in. So we got to have... Well, I think there is a real, like... I think if some people would interpret it as, like, oh, you have to work really hard for, like, the things you want. It's a really milk toast kind of shit interpretation of this whole story but you could make that rise and grind yeah, yeah interpretation yeah. right well i think that like if you try to understand it as like a, a story like i don't know it's pretty reasonable that like at the end of all of this struggling like at the very end of all this they've already like suffered like a couple massacres a couple genocides god has 
fed them a bunch of pigeons and then poisoned them. Like lots of people have died on this journey. And then at the very end, they're like, all right, we're here. I know everyone's really excited, but we're going to need you to put your combat boots and fucking grab your guns. Because actually, this is where it starts. Yeah. And like, but that's the final boss. Are we surprised? That- I don't think they were like, cool, my life is a video game. Because <laughs> if you my think about it, like, you don't want to live the life of video games. No. They're fun because they're games and the consequences aren't real. A lot of struggle. Yeah. yeah. And also, wouldn't they have thought like the Pharaoh was the final boss? And then you well, realize yeah. that's the first, you realize they- that's like... The, yeah, you know, the princess yeah. is in another castle kind of thing. Totally, yeah. yeah. They keep yeah. getting hit with bosses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, again? Heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, in a video game, you have no other choice. You either stop playing the game or you find – you go to the next castle. But this is their real life. Real this is life, real life. Quote, yeah. Or they could just be like, how about we move somewhere else then? Yeah. Or let's go back to the first boss. Yeah. yeah or like, first boss is cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We you beat know- him. I feel like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're almost goes. like breaking the fourth wall a little bit where they're like, this actually sucks. And God's yeah. like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> this is good. This is... And yeah, you can't do that. Not on reality TV. Like when you, you can't say, yeah, you're just doing it for the camera. But, you know, <laughs> I would love to see that show. Like, yeah, what, that, that's how you know it's real. Is mm-hmm. when someone fully breaks character on the reality. Well, TV that's show. what you know. I read a, an essay on that once where someone was talking about like, how Americans watching reality TV is like true, like crazy postmodern entertainment. Cause like, yeah. you know, it's fake. The people on the show know it's fake, but everyone's kind of just pretending that it's real for the enjoyment anyway. And I like, think it's, it's kind of real though. No, not really. But I think sometimes <laughs> someone will have a genuine feeling of anger or like they're actually mad at someone else. And then they ask the producer, like, hey, I fucking hate that guy. Can we put that in the show that I fucking hate that guy? <laughs> That, okay, I could see that. Yeah. Because I feel like it'd actually honestly be weird if you were, like, watching whatever Housewives or whatever, and then all of a sudden they were like, you know, that comment was uh, really hurtful. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No extra, like, fluff around it or yeah, anything. Right. You'd probably just be like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah. You, <laughs> I think I mean, yeah, I'm watching two be, people have a conflict. Yeah, it would be pretty that. tender and uncomfortable if in this book we just had to watch – like the Israel to be like the Israelites to be like Moses. Like it's really hurtful that like you don't want us to talk to God and like <laughs> we're just really scared. <laughs> we're just really scared. Also, not to bring it all the way back, but just the the whole bring thing that back. God keeps doing, where he's like, "Look, Moses. Like I'll tell you what, we scrap these Israelite people. Blah, they're boring. They're party poopers. Whatever. And we'll just get a new people for you and me. Like it'll be like old times or whatever. And like they used to love us. It's worth noting that like as much as he's a fucking dick, like Moses doesn't sign up for this. True. Isn't has multiple times mm-hmm. been like, I am not comfortable being in this position. And God's just like, no, 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 no. Look, we'll kill all of these people and we'll find you a new one. Just like you wanted, right? Yeah. And then he's just like, well, no, I don't really want to. He's like, shut up, dog. You know, I will say, okay, if if we are forcing ourselves to pull a a positive note from this, it's that, like, at the beginning of the Bible, they talk about Moses is kind of mumbling. He has a stutter. He's like, I don't want to do this. But at this point, he seems like a pretty adept leader, I guess. You know, he's got a little sophistication, figured out how to deal with the big He had to learn some pretty basic rules. Like, you can't literally talk to every single person and try to figure out their problems. Yeah, so he, like, rose to the occasion, I guess. So that's, uh, you know, that's, like, some true character development, I would say. Punctuated by, like, just huge spells of nothing happening and them putting the camera in the wrong place for, like, whole chapters. But I do like that as a character, he's consistently, like 
He is the same character. That's true. He doesn't go on like weird, like all of a sudden he's like super buff and ripped and out there like killing people. He's like kind of always weird, frail. And it like, sounds like a better story if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every time they make Moses. it into a Rambo movie. Moses. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> Fuckable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or in reality, he's just kind of like a weird short guy who did way too many mushrooms and is like kind of hard to talk to. Yeah, but they're all short, so he's not that short. <laughs> That's true. Well, I, I, I don't know. I like that he's he's like they're they're consistent in the fact that he's kind of like a very reluctant leader. And like mm-hmm. in the chapter before this, he legit like basically like throws the towel in. Not that it matters because ultimate. It's kind of weird too. Like ultimately, at the at the end of the day, Mo, it doesn't really matter what Moses thinks either. Yeah, everything yeah. is just back to God. I think it added to the the sinisterness of it if you read it just as an interpretation of like a lesson that you know like it was just written by some guy yeah and a lesson that people are meant to take from it is like you might be the chosen people but don't get too uppity because we yeah. can lose you at any yeah. any time right. we, we will unchoose you <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. it just makes some new people uh-huh. so don't yeah. you know you're not too good for god okay yeah. just like, oh, it is god. amazing That's how horrible. often they kind of just make the chosen people thing just it seems more like a burden yeah, totally. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where they're just kind of like, oh, look at this. See all these people having fun? Yeah, you can't do that. You're <laughs> yeah. chosen. It's almost like ironic. It's like God's like, fuck, I chose you. Like, <laughs> like I'm <laughs> yeah. stuck with this choice yeah, I made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, like, he, he's weirdly in this weird realm where it's like, well, I said that the rules are this, so this is what they are. So I guess I have to stick with you until yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well... Another one for the books. I feel like it's just kind of. I don't know. I don't think I have. And then what's up with the guy getting stoned to death on Shabbat for gathering wood? They're just like. That's, I think, that might be the only real thing that's actually happened that we've ever covered in this whole book. Oh, you think I kind of believe that, like, uh at one point, someone, like, someone did work on Shabbat. But did they have to wait till after Shabbat to stone him? Because you can't be. I bet they did. Well, what's notable? I, I bet he spent two is, days in terror. They don't really clarify who he is, or even if he was with them. They just find him, and they're like, "Hey, that guy's doing stuff," and then they just kill him. Oh, that's dark, and probably also true. Yeah, it was like they just came upon some guy in the woods. Yeah, just like, oh, I don't know what this religion is you're talking about. Also, why isn't there a rule against like going out and looking for rule breakers on Shabbat? Good point. Which a Kyle Rittenhouse ass. (laughs) 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 Wow. That's, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been enough no snitching rules. Is that ever addressed? Does God ever, (laughs) does anyone ever get in trouble for snitching? No, but I also feel like they pull them aside and they're like, also. But it's kind of a pro-snitching text. I think it's okay if you snitch on your fellow man, but don't snitch on God. Well, there's no. I point think in it's pretty anti-snitching. Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, is it snitching on behalf of snitching for God or snitching against? But they also say like you can't fucking like ball fair wit false. You can't bear false witness, and they kind of mean that in both. Like, hey, you can't just like lie that someone was like, hey, someone broke into their house, and they're like, yeah, it was Steve. Like, but you also can't be like I think part of that is also like you can't like hop on anyone else's false a- allegations either like, oh interesting yeah. or you can't just like throw this person in under the bus because you think they might have done something like yeah. you can't just be like 
I mean, I didn't see Steve fucking go into the house, but you know the kind of person he is. Yeah, we've all met Steve. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like God's the only one who gets to make arbitrary judgments. He loves him. He loves him. And to be fair, if I had that power, I would love making arbitrary decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, who are we? You know, yeah. if we... Sociopaths. We saw that last <laughs> yeah. yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think it's, like, pretty well documented. I know that God's not a real character. I know this is real, but it's, like, pretty well documented that, like, wealth and, like, uh, power and, like, it legit, like, it scrambles your fucking brain. For sure. Oh, yeah. Like, you become unable to, like, process empathy. God would have gone to the Virgil Abloh fashion show, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. What what happened when they were both still alive, you know? Yeah. He so right up next to Krishner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think God is yeah. sitting at a Virgil, Virgil Abloh fashion show right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was, I don't know if it was just the, the translation I read, but I was surprised that it never actually, it doesn't say stoning. It says pelted with stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess maybe I just misunderstood the word pelting, but I always thought it was a lighter, a light throw, mm. a pelt. Pelt is from Greek. Okay, but wait, is it a... But to me, if you say I'm going to pelt you with something, I don't think of it as like I'm going to murder I you. I think it comes from, just because I really like history, I think it comes from like a sling. Okay. So that's like a, that's not a gentle hit. So it's more of a, more about the speed. So you think they're slinging them? I think they're like slinging them with stones. Oh, doing yeah. like the full shot put spin. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Ripping honestly. it. <laughs> they're, they're doing this right before they throw. They're getting their shoulder yeah. warmed up. They're, they're like, doing like, have you ever seen guys do frisbee golf? Yeah, they're like yeah. really just, just rip. They're just ripping. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I yeah, the love bowling. playing frisbee golf, but those people are just so unbearable to like. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're like exactly the kind of people who are just kind of like, hey there, would you like unsolicited tips? I don't know about if you know this, but I'm kind of good at this. Have you seen my form? I was Here, kind of let me thinking about it. my special bag. Yeah. I was thinking about it in terms of just like a bowler who, you know, when someone's really good at bowling and like before they like kind of do that, like take their two steps and bowl, they kind of just like are still for a moment and talk to God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. Like yeah. That. The bowling pause. Uh huh. <laughs> no, that's like a thing do people a do with like prayer. dumb games. Yeah, everyone, everyone has their it. little, or like even like tennis players, they have to bounce it like four times when they're like looking very serious, and then everyone yeah. has their like weird version of whatever it is. Except for like maybe just because we're so far away, I, I feel like televised sports you don't see it so much. But oh, I'm sure pitchers do weird shit. No, yeah, baseball pitchers, yeah, weird. Yeah, I'm sure they all have their. I feel weird like stuff. that's like the why people love it almost is because there's yeah. just still like weird stuff going on you could probably see personality in baseball more than like a faceless line of just giant dudes like in football yeah you know uh soccer players do that before like um like a penalty kick like or like uh that guy ronaldo he's really famous he like jumps and like stands with his legs really far apart um he looks kind of power like, stance. he does yeah he looks like kind of like a starfish or something he like <laughs> kind of runs up and, goes like, and then he then he goes for it no, I get it, though. I did martial arts. That's why they do all the yelling and stuff. It's like, gotta get in the zone and shit. Also, it's to... Get in the stone zone. Yeah, yeah it's also zone. to make you breathe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Are there are there rules for a stoning? Is it, like, all at once? Or do you <laughs> line up and take <laughs> turns? I hope they line up. Because, <laughs> I mean, That's if it's so all bad. at once, you're gonna... line. <laughs> takes so long. Because then it would be, like, one person, <laughs> and they miss, and you're like, ah! You know, right, because like, you can yeah. dodge one. Yeah. Oh, the first person to actually in, hit the stoning person gets a free beer. That's like yeah. the kind of if you're in rule. line, stay in line. They have to let you stone the heretic. <laughs> oh my god, 
Because uh, yeah, if you're if everyone's doing it at the same time, you're going to hit each other. Like one, you're going to hit the other stoners. My question yeah. is, you have to be in a place with a lot of like grapefruit sized stones to really carry off the stoning. You know? No, this is like a, definitely a pro capital book. So someone's job is that they just walk this entire journey with a wagon full of stones, and they charge <laughs> yeah. a dollar each time someone yeah. gets stoned. Yeah, they're ready to go. They're like, look, eventually this is going to be the military oh, they industrial. Clean up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> clean the fuck up. But there's... for now, you just owe me 15 cents. There's different They're brands. throwing stones, throwing stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Their buddy's like, hey, uh, I'm not Shabbat, but should I go collect some wood? He's like, yeah, dude, you should definitely go collect some wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might run out. It would be a shame if someone collected <laughs> some wood. Like competitive brands, you know, like yeah. golf balls. People are like, uh-huh. what are you using? Yeah. You know, it's like... <laughs> Granite. Yeah, yeah. I got the from? 05. Yeah, yeah. 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 So where what? Bowling came from? The pins are literally just oh, standing for human oh. beings. Either that like... or just like someone was shit-faced in a room with a wooden floor would be my top two guesses. I mean, it's one of the oldest kinds of games in the world, which is also why I understand that like shooting is fun, which is just humans love to put distance between themselves and something and try to hit it. Yeah, I guess being a bowling person is not that different than being a gun person, you know? It just, really you know, isn't. You're trying, trying, to hit, trying to hit some. Swords into plowshares into bowling balls. Bowling balls into bullets. Um, into I'll be centers. a bowling balls into bullets. A loaded guy complex cocking A loaded okay. god complex? I don't know. I was thinking about that song the other day. Still, what song is that? Still That's Sugar We're Going Down. Fallout he doesn't ball? say He doesn't say bowling ball. I no, added I wasn't that. sure of the tune. I added that to the song. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I took the song and I, I put my own lyric in there because we were talking about bowling balls. Oh, you were having a lark with the song. <laughs> a what now? <laughs> a lark. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Walked in and he was having a lark. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's a lark? A lark just means like a good time. Thank you. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. You were making a funny. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was having a lark. Having a lark. Um, well, do we have anything else to say that's um, important? That there's all the drama, and then God is. What are the rules? It's like some shit about flour. You put the flour in the dough, and you believe some for God. Who cares? We've been I over mean, this before. I know that it's not a big deal, but in terms of this book, I think it's kind of progressive that like. You don't just get killed for breaking the rules on accident. Oh, true. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. But also, how do they know? Like, So true. It's how much everyone, money you have. You know, you have that rule. Everyone claims it's an accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it wasn't called like a, a fire tribute. It was one of the things you could give. If I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. when you burn Which, your shit. When I was reading that, I was like, yeah, he doesn't really ask for a lot of fire tributes these days. No, it's the kind almost of, never. It's, it's, it's pretty much just become monetary. Uh huh. It's never like, yeah. Um, when they're passing around the, the they don't the do that at synagogue yeah, actually. Yeah. But yeah, when they're passing around the little collections plate, you put in a little controlled fire in there. They don't <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I will, have you guys ever been in a in a Catholic service and I been have, offered yeah. the plate? I didn't know about that until I went to an Easter mass one time, and I was like, "What's going on now?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it was the, an exciting moment. Did you just keep it moving? I mean, I put some cash in. I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go to hell and also be like the fucking stingy Jew at church. Yeah, yeah, you know, damn, but. yeah. There, we have expectations put on us for sure. You know, I don't Huge mind if it's a stereotype so, but... of Jews that we don't like to give money to the church. I th- I'm fine. <laughs> Do you think that's I'm how that stereotype that. started? <laughs> it was just one Jew went to a church. They passed around the. Cl- and he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm not doing and, that. And then they're yeah. like, Ah, these Jews. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's the same book I already gave. You my said your name was yeah. Rothschild. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, buddy. 
I don't even give money to, to my fucking synagogue. Why would I give money to you? Money for nothing. Yeah, and chicks for free. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, like, I don't know. I'm all into fucking, like, giving people stuff when they need help and, and all that. But I, like. Don't say it. Don't tell me it's for God. Well, know. so should we cut her or should we keep this thing? I'm into it. Let's keep it. I think we got to keep her. Yeah, this yeah. is the first real narrative heavy one we've gotten in in numbers. Also, anytime giants come back, we didn't even get yeah. to talk about them that much because they don't do anything. But giants coming back is fucking love fun. the giant play in this. Are chapter. the giants about to yeah. fuck these people up? I mean, probably not. No, well, it talks, we win. No, it we talks famously about they, win. This well, thing. it talks about they they do fuck them up because the Israelites are like, actually, oh uh, yeah, sorry, we're gonna go invade them. We have total faith in you, God. And then they go and then oh right, they, there is a little they get bit of a routed. It talks about a hammer blow. So they so they were right. So God, they were right. Well, all no, along. they weren't right. They they would have been wrong if they had believed. <laughs> oh, so God is like you don't think that these people, you think these people are gonna fuck you up? Well, I wasn't gonna let them, but now yeah, now I will. have that. No, exactly. Yeah. Like if you if you Step disobey the order and then get in trouble, don't just go and do the order. Then that's not gonna make it better. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty. Like, I refuse to fight in this war. Okay, you have to go to prison. And then just like, okay, well, you won't let me out of prison, so I'll bust out of prison and then go to Vietnam and fight. That is <laughs> – that's the Rob Schneider movie I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Conscientious uh, uh, Punisher. Conscientious <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wow. That could honestly, he I'm gonna to say it right there. Maybe America. the um, the episode title should be called Rob Schneider, Conscientious Punisher. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, Rob Schneider breaking out, going to jail for being a conscientious subjector and then breaking out and fighting for the Viet Cong. That's, I probably shouldn't have said, like, I probably can't say that, but I've already believed that one thing, and you famously can't believe out too. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not making that movie, but someone else should, and you don't even have to give me any money. Yeah, no, that's not true. Give me money. Can we get? Can we get like? I would love to see an auteur director do it. Someone who really has like the clout. Maybe he could, a ha- he could have like a late career. Like, yeah, someone just plucks him, and it's like it's a story about an alcoholic tax collector who is, you know, you know, just like a who's also Mexican for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And he could be Mexican, and you could just tell the story. But because it's you know, it's a right. Hollywood movie, like they're gonna somehow make it about the fact that he's, he's like Mexican. sitting there weeping with like the little calculator and the visor, but it's like a full sombrero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just that would just be the, the Rob Schneider, <laughs> yeah, yeah, version oh, in like buddy. this serape. Yeah, he would be ready to go. Um, oh, yeah, boy. I would say keep it, but honestly, just barely. Like, I love an arbitrary god moment, but I feel like this isn't in the top tier. It's just kind of like a, it almost feels like. Like, like the sitcoms kind of run out of moves a little bit, and it's just like kind of a new. This is like the fifth song on a really seminal album. Yeah, you're like, all right. Are the only options keep it or lose it, or is there an edit? No, you can, you edit, can edit it. I mean, sometimes people uh, make little. What did Ben do? He look. God's the one who sets the rules. Here we're free. <laughs> when I, when we did the Golden Calf episode, our buddy Ben kind of made it happen in media res, where all of a sudden they're. Oh yeah, he just put it at the front of the. He front loaded it. So yeah, the they were just thing. anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, you, you can, can make all around. sorts of chips and chops. Yeah, I mean, I would just have them go there and then be like, "Oh, this land uh, is nice. It doesn't belong to us, though." Uh, and then God's like, oh, "Okay, we'll go somewhere else." <laughs> For sure. yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how I would nice. change it. A little more yeah, pedestrian, yeah. but yeah, yeah, good yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have the, the same bloodshed, but no fighting giants. But uh, you know, I think. It's going to pay off a few hundred years down the road, and that's the reading on the text.
I would also True. love there'd be Russian. probably less less war about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. You're not gonna be like, ah, I'm gonna go to war with you because you respected us so yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also think it would be a, a funny version if they like go in, they conquer the land or whatever, and then we have like absentee god who comes back and was like, whoa, 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 you were supposed to, uh, you were supposed to arbitrate this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you there did was what? To be, there was supposed to be buying. There was supposed to be selling. It was everyone was supposed to have. You're supposed to talk to all the stakeholders. <laughs> it's an environmental review process. I, you know, I guess as long as we're making edits, it could have been fun if the Jews and the giants you know got together and then became a kind of generations of he-man like so i will say the last time that happened that was the story of noah oh true and then they wiped out the the earth yeah Yeah. okay well yeah but doesn't it sound good though (laughs) but doesn't it sound good (laughs) yeah yeah i mean this was another i tried to go this was i couldn't find too much about aliens that was like worth really going into again, just because it was like, uh, look, people who want aliens to be in the Bible, anytime giants show up, there is, you know, they're gonna have a field day. It did lead me to another book written by our friend Doctor Xavier Hayes. Oh, Xavier oh. Hayes. We call him Doctor. Prominent. Um, he's a Bible uh, alien theorist. Yeah, he's just a fucking weirdo. Okay. He writes books, but he does have a book that's just like giant humanoids in the Bible, and I'm like, there might be a little bit more material in there. Yeah, you're gonna hit up the thriftbooks.com. Uh, copy, copy. I might, I might just so that I can write it off. Technically, it's for work. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep you guys posted on anything I find from Xavier Hayes' nice. giant humanoids in the in the Bible. Is it Xavier or Xavier? I think we should reach out to him and find out. I would love if it was Xavier. Exa- well, I mean, what else could it be? It's X A V I E N T. We should try oh, to create a yeah, yeah, okay. We should Xavian, try to create right? a scenario Xavian, where yeah. Xavier Hayes and Norman Finkelstein have a debate. Holy shit! Wow. Hey, I want to watch. That might make a black hole. I want to yeah. watch Norm get real worked up about. Yeah, how, how, what if you put like one of the most like intensely rigorous scholars in the same room as someone who's. A wholeheartedly not a scholar. You know what? But no, he'd probably have some like really counterintuitive take where he's like, I actually think he's a great historian of aliens because as long as he criticizes Israel, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah. The aliens wouldn't do this to the Palestinians. Yeah, he'd just be like, <laughs> he would. Yeah. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Those slimy green fuckers. <laughs> I'm calling the aliens that, by the way. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god um all right all right well uh, i think we, we're all in agreement some version of it stays yeah um yeah this has been a this has been a great kind of real real good little romp into what the bible can really bring you know it's like is it the best maybe not is it the most memorable maybe not but is it what you've come to expect and know and love mm-hmm. hell yeah yeah you know, I, I was telling John earlier that I, I actually love the fact that, like, Genesis, so much chaotic energy that it tires you out, you know? It's just this way and that way the whole time. It's hard to keep track. Leviticus, man, it's all rules. It's really boring, f- easy to fall asleep. You just want to get through it as quick as you can. But there's some magic to, like, really crazy shit happening and then in the middle of that just stopping and being like, but we got to talk about a couple of rules here. So number one, <laughs> you're going to have to put some fringes on your fucking clothes because that's like a cool thing. And then uh, we'll stone this guy to death. Everyone cool? Cool. Nice little Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of keeps you keeps guessing a little bit. 
All right. Well, should we pray? No, just we pray? Yeah. Is, yeah. Do you have any uh, any wishes for Smite Me Nation? You know, I I wish them well. Mm. Mm. You heard him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be, yeah. good. Be good. Be good. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the movie's called, but uh, I think it's called like Four Rooms or something. It's the one. It, it's like four shorts basically all set in the same hotel, and they're all di- the four shorts are directed by different directors. But there's this one. I can't remember which one it is. It's like fucking Antonio Banderas, and he's talking to his kids, and they he just goes behave and like <laughs> the shot is of just his mouth going, wow behave i will <laughs> antonio <laughs> he's talking to his kids it's great i might have misremembered that whole movie it doesn't matter i saw it when i was fucking loaded on whippets and fucking drunk but he it's just a shot of his mouth i feel like I don't think I'm making. I don't think you could forget. You don't think you were just like really close to the TV, (laughs) (laughs) at his mouth. Now that you've said that, I might have made that up. Uh Maybe this movie doesn't exist. Maybe it's like Kazam. (laughs) Just a fever dream you had. You were doing drugs, and um, what's his name? Antonio Banderas appeared to you and said, (laughs) "Ayani, it is time to behave." (laughs) Ah, man. Just on a slight aside, I remember one of my really good friends, Joey, when we met in high school, I actually knew he would be one of my good friends because we ate edibles for the first time together. And then we had to go home, and I came back the next day, and I told him about this brilliant idea of something that I had or whatever, and it was like, really cool. And he like looked at me straight in the eye, and he's like, that is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're a real friend. Wow. <laughs> cool. Nice. Cool. I'm glad to have met you. Uh-huh. Do you I was know like, what the idea was for? No, I don't. Uh, but I could have gone my whole life thinking it was cool. Uh-huh. But I had a uh-huh. good friend who was like, no, nah, dude, that's like really dumb shit that <laughs> someone who was on edibles would come up with. I know I just met you, but yeah, that's a dumb that's a dumb idea. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, you know what? Is he the is he your friend who's the writer? No. Is that guy also named Joe? Yeah, his name is Joe. There's Joey, there's Joe. Joe, if you're listening, I'm just I just am really bad at responding. He messaged me like a year ago on Twitter and I forgot to respond. But I, I still think of you, and I will get back to you. Oh my we god! Are we just out. doing? Are we just doing private business on? The <laughs> yes, I'm bringing it into yeah, the work the podcast now. Yeah, but we can just hang out. No, I know I should. Uh, we should anyway. Okay, we're we're right. clearly stretching. Let's close this yeah. out, Ian. If you had to um, choose one thing, uh, one command to give all the juice in the world, it um, has to be one word. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> like sentence. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. It could be just, just a close-up of your mouth. You get to it. you get to control. This is just a thought experiment I just thought of. But you get to control all the Jews in the world. You t- you tell them one thing they all have to do. What is it? Uh, you know, just just uh, get out there and get it fucking. Get 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 fucking get a fucking get a fucking yeah. You can interpret that in a little yeah, get fucking. <laughs> Honestly, biblical army. of you. Yeah, it has yeah, multiple yeah. layers. Nah, I mean in a good way. Yeah, I don't mean get fucked. I mean get fucking. Yeah. Get, get fucking. Yeah. 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 There you go. You can have one fucking. You can have multiple fuckings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get, get a, a fucking job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, <laughs> you know? Get a fucking. Uh, yeah, there's like almost like a little pause. Yeah, yeah. Get the get a fucking. Get a fucking. Yeah, and that's that's your that's your homework, everyone. This week is you have to get a fucking. Um, SmiteMePodcast nice... at gmail dot com is our email address. <laughs> mm. So, 
Um, ask us questions. Ask us beautiful. Tell us weird. Maybe did you have the? Actually, yeah. I'm gonna bring this one back. Was this your Torah portion? Did you? Did your rabbis have any wacky takes? Let us know. People do. People do wild shit with this. Adore book. us on Instagram. Just shower us in praise.